Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Nerd Herd. It's a Wednesday. We're going to do a review. You know how it works. And the Herd is here. But before we have a look and see who's in the Herd, let's do some introductions. Over this way, we have Harley Quinn. <laughs> here we have Phil from Comics Gaming Figures. Down in the basement, we've got Shane from Dawn of Comics. Ahoy, hoy. And it is, now let's see if I can get this right. Is it a Shamai? For Scotch shelf. Shamai! Hello! <laughs> See, I'm learning. I'm learning. Well done, mate. I love that. Thanks. How are we all, folks? All good. Doing well. Doing well. Yeah? Good week? Yeah, yeah. not bad. It's Wednesday. Hump day. Happy. Okay. No, no. no in day. London, it's just Wednesday. Yeah, Shane, <laughs> Shane doesn't like hump day. <laughs> <laughs> we've done this before. Let's not go there again. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have a look who we've got in here then, and then we'll talk about what we're going to do, um, uh, what, we, what we've what we been reading. Uh, so I can see we've got uh, Luke from Hydra Collectibles in here. Luke's been a busy boy this week. If you've not been and seen his interview with Kevin Eastman, oh. creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, go check that out on his Good channel. Stuff. Yeah, we've got uh, Liam, the funky joker in the house Hello. here. Got our friend Tom from over at T1 Collectibles Gaming and Movies. His title of his channel gets longer every week, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Tom? Uh, we've also got... Oh, I've got to scroll back up here because they've just jumped down. We've got the noob in here as well. Evening to you, sir. Hey, uh, we've got Perpetual Comics. Uh, scrolling down. GP Venom's in the house as well. We've got Howdy Folks, the Nerd Herd. Oh, the Need Herd, yeah. Did you Instagram post? Spelled it wrong. The Need Herd. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a few needy people on the screen here. Yeah. I, I don't think it's too wrong. <laughs> uh, and we've got Straight Outta Crampton. I was looking for him because I did I did, uh, did know Ben was going to be here. So if I've missed anybody else, I really apologize. I hate missing people. But if I have, oh, there we go. We've got Captain Sorrow in the house as well. I thought you were supposed to be at work, Sarah. Are you skiving? Mm. <laughs> I hope you will anyway. Thanks for joining us. So, folks, I think we all, everybody knows what we're reading. We tell people at the end of the episode anyway from last week. So we are reading. Shane, do you want to tell people what we're reading? Harleen from DC Black Label. Harleen from DC Black Label. There we go. There's the cover. What a glorious cover. Amazing. There you go. That's what we're reading. That's what we're doing. That's what we're here to review. We're not wasting your time. We haven't come to mess about. So who should we pick on to do the, the synopsis? Let us pick on... He knows it's coming. I can see it in his eyes right now. Scott! Uh, okay. I hate this bit. There's so much pressure on getting it right um, it's Harleen's retold origin story. Done. No. <laughs> no uh, pretty much, uh, yeah, it's it's how she becomes Harley Quinn, more or less. Um, how she goes from, uh, you know, this enthusiastic um, psychologist, uh, you know, doing research and trying to get funding for her research, and it ends up taking her down this path where she meets the Joker and ends up uh, later on working like working with him for her research at the Arkham Asylum amongst the other inmates there, and she falls in love with him. And that's, ah, oh, it's nice, isn't it? It's a beautiful love story. Oh, it's it was. a mad love story. Wait. 
that's the synopsis then, folks. Uh, you nailed it. I think that's got well done. Excellent. And to kick us off, then, it's got to be the one, the only, Phil. Come on, okay. mate. Ease us in. Um, th- this was amazing. I'll just say that from the start. Um, this book, it was by Stepan Sejic, I think he's called. He drew it. Did, did a better job than me. And the art. And um, my understanding was this was like a six-year passion project. He from, from from concept to publication took six years. And you can nice. tell he put everything into this book. Like you can tell from the writing and the art was tremendous. And it shows that he clearly loves this character. Yeah, nice, definitely. I think so. Yeah, you, there's a lot of love in this book. Um, just have a look at the chat here before we get any further. As a non-DC fan, which may be changing, I really enjoyed this, says Luke. Comic deal <laughs> brings the negativity. Full disclosure, <laughs> I have not read it, but I hated it anyway. <laughs> uh, there we go. There's a reply, Shaka. <laughs> and Venom, GP Venom here. Pete saying, uh, oh, man, it's such a good read. So, yeah, we've got a lot of fans in here. But, Phil, I do agree with you. I think uh, I did not know uh, that it was a six-year project until just before the show where uh, you, and, you and Shane were talking about it. Uh, it makes a lot of sense to me now. Like, I can see why this has a lot of love and is done the right way to me. Like, having all that time clearly makes a difference when you're writing a comic book. It's, it's bittersweet as well because my understanding that he was planning a sequel I'm planning a Poison Ivy spinoff, but mm. he's nice since left. Doesn't write oh. for DC no more. He's gone. That's that's him done with oh. it. He's just well, like crowdfunding. <laughs> he did do one more chapter, but is he going to release it though? It's been released in digital. Okay. Mm. In Harlequin Red, Black, and White. Uh, I believe mm. it was issue uh, chapter one. I kind of want to yeah. show this off to you if that's okay, because this this is the. Uh, the hardcover version, which is crinkled because I have kids, but um, <laughs> I just think it looks fantastic. Like if you take the dust cover off, like the art on that cover, it's fantastic. wow. So cool. And I recommend everyone buy this version if you can. Wow, but yeah, the, uh, the 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 trade stuff looks really good. Get that extra art you get. Just a hello there for uh, Tom for joining us. So, folks, let's get into it. Then. Let's, uh, we usually start with the art. We usually gravitate towards the yeah. art. So let's let's start with the artwork. Uh, Scott, what did you feel about the the visuals in this book? Get you excited? It was great. Really liked it. It was something I hadn't seen before. In terms of all I could all I could think of was that the art was very clean. But it had all these messy lines, um, and who was that pun intended? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, like the yeah, that, that's exactly what it was. It was very clean, but if you look up close, the lines were just so squiggly. You know what I mean? If you look um, at the, co- but, the coloring off it too, it's like someone can't keep within the lines because the coloring was going beyond the yeah. Lines. Yeah, yeah, but that—that's not a negative, though, is it? No, it didn't. It didn't feel wrong. It didn't look out of place, and I really appreciate it when a book uses like motion blur. Mm. If you know what I mean, in some in some uh, panels and stuff, and like the city 
landscapes and stuff looked fantastic. Everything was just uh, really good. I really loved the um, the emotions that you could see on uh, on Harleen's face. Uh, it kind of brought me back to um, the bat and the cat, cat and the bat, uh, with Barbara Gordon and kind of the emotions she was playing. That's that's what I was thinking of. Uh, <laughs> Her lips and her jaws were in complete proportion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, overall, love the art. I don't have any qualms with it. The, the artwork as well. Like, if we consider, we just read Wacky Races last week with Busy and Manic. This yeah. was almost really simple. Like, yeah. The bit I loved, like, the, first, the first book, whenever Joker and Batman are having a battle and Harley Quinn's, or Harleen's quite frozen in fear. And you just see them two, like they're two silhouettes fighting in the smoke. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, that was great. It looked, it looked great. It looked fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it did. I find this to be um, what I liked about it was like, usually with Bat books or Batman connected books, they're usually kind of dark and a bit, you know, to kind of reflect that, that kind of Gotham element of things. I found this the total opposite. I found like the colors were really vivid in this and really mm -hmm. bright. Um, and I don't know whether that was intentional. Uh, but it really stood out to me. It kind of like, it almost shone off the page. It was that kind of vivid. See, I haven't read this a second time as well. And the fact that he took six years to make it, I think everything's intentional. Like everything you see in this book is completely yeah. intentional. He, he I think that, for... that what you're just saying there, I think answers uh, Luke's question there. As I was saying, wasn't the artwork done on purpose? I thought it was depicting a meaning. I think what Phil just said there applies to, I think, most things in this book. I think everything in there has some sort of intentional purpose in that book. Especially the I use of shadows. Mm. From Harleen yes. walking up to Arkham with her shadow yeah. as Harley oh, yeah. Quinn. Yeah. When good. she's talking to the Joker in the cell and you can just see their shadows on the wall behind her. You yes. can only see her, but behind her you see the two shadows sort of yeah. foreshadowing. It's Ooh. beautiful. Just it so yeah. good. There, there was a few like yeah, yeah that, that is just stunning. Phil, you're jumping the gun. I, I was literally going to say I had that queued up here. <laughs> I was going to say my favourite panel in in this whole book is this one when she's walking out of Arkham and she's feeling very good about herself. And what I was going to touch on uh, was that like the foreshadowing that goes on in this book. Like there's a lot as the story's going on. There's just these subtle little hints that this person is is mentally changing um and there's like for one instance as an example she's on the bed and she's having these dreams isn't she you know like these nightmares and stuff and there's one part where she laughs and she kind of says ha ha but it's kind of like it's only ever used like that when the joker does it in the big colored mm. letters and it's little things like that that creep in throughout the story and one of them was that panel you've just shown there where she's kind of walking out of arkham and you can just she's see she's walking up to Arkham. That's the first time. She, that's her first day at Arkham. Oh, is that when she? Yeah. I thought that was when she was coming out. But yeah, no. yeah, she's but looking up at the building. That is literally, I suppose, a literal definition of foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and there's a lot of that in this book. Uh, did you guys feel that that there was all of those little nods as it was going through about like? this person was kind of adjusting and things were creeping yeah. in and coming out. I think, I think the best, I think the dreams was, you know, her dreams throughout the whole book was the indicator for us as we're going along. 
So like how her dreams changed were telling us how she was changing, obviously, and that was the visual reference for us in terms of getting used to what character she's becoming. Um, yeah. yeah. Essentially, her her study, her hypotheses, and her what she actually doing in Arkham. Yeah, but Carmen Randy is using big words. Well, I don't need the word. It's, a, it's in the book. <laughs> so they, they, they um, oh, I've lost the track of train of thought. Thanks, Dean. Sorry, mate. <laughs> um, essentially, what she's trying to prove is that how these villains and criminals lack empathy, and what leads them to that point, where essentially from this book to the start, she's proven it within herself how she loses that through the book. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that, that is very much the, 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 very much the story of this book, ideally, is that can can people change and it starts off as like can people become good but it ultimately ends up with the story being showing that good people can become bad you know i kind of found that that flips as well with her story especially with harvey dent as well mm. mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty much you know i i know the story was about harley quinn but it was pretty much like his origin, his origin. Well. Yeah. yeah that was just kind of shoehorned in like in a good no, way it wasn't yeah it wasn't shoehorned in it was very natural <laughs> Yeah, you know. Yeah, I thought I thought it played a quite an important part of the story as well because I think yeah. she was she was visually watching somebody go from good to kind of bad through those kind of psychological changes, and ultimately that was kind of what was happening to her. I just I don't think she kind of realised it. Is that fair? Yeah. Or no? Somebody get a different? Um, I think she because she knew him before and she saw she knew what kind of person he was i mean harvey dent's always been the 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 symbol of good in gotham so for him to turn and for her to see what he's then now capable of because of one kind of one act of violence against him i think for her she that sort of helped to break her a little bit Mm. because he I mean, he is the, he was the hope of Gotham. Harvey Dent was always the poster boy of honesty and non-corruption and to see if, if he's willing to cross the line, then. So mm. She even mentions it and at some point, like about um, her, her th- idea was that long-term exposure to violent environments could result in physical damage to the parts of the brain that process empathy. And obviously Harvey Dent getting the acid thrown over him his, he's exposed mm. to the criminal underworld all the time, and this mm. was his. That was his snap, essentially. Yeah, yes, but, these away and stuff. but was he in the wrong? Um, <laughs> because just because he wanted to kill these people that kill people over and over and over again, I mean, how many lives would he save in the end? So, Jeez, killing wrong? people is wrong, no matter what. Is there, Stop it. That's, that's the third week. And said something like that. Yeah. If you killed the Joker, <laughs> how many people would you save? And that's Hang on, before before we get that's a, that's an endless debate. Let me just catch up <laughs> with the comments because we're falling behind a little bit here. Uh, Pete says uh, the good thing about this book is that it's not rushed and it takes its time. Even though you know how it ends, you can't start reading. That is a very fair point, mate. I, mm. Very good comment. Uh, we've yeah. got Elite Legends Toys and Collectibles joining us again. Great. Thank Great, you. Mate. Greetings to you, my friend. Uh, the noob says the two-faced story arc within was pretty cool. I agree. I think that that was a, it. Was a good addition. And the and design was really of two-faced. Yeah. Say again. It was really short within it, but it was 
essentially the pivotal the pivotal event that occurred that pushed Harley over the edge, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. But his design was terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. He looked yeah. like he was still just falling off the bone, didn't he? Such as we said, design. as we said before we went live, like I hope Todd McFarlane picks these up. Like, I think you make that two face. Oh yeah. Oh, Todd, if you're watching, mate, somebody <laughs> message Todd. Yes, get him on Instagram. <laughs> send him this. We want these toys, man. Oh, that'd be a great figure, wouldn't it? That that two face. I think the Harley would be good as well, Shane. I think you said uh, the, her look without the hat, uh, with just the hair, but with the costume, would make a great figure as well. I think. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, so, uh, Elite Legends toys and collectibles thing. What do you think, mate? Do you think the uh, toy range from this would be awesome? I think it would. Be. <laughs> so uh, the, the the art as well. I will say we just talked about Two Face. I think all of the character designs in this were great. I have to say, for me personally, this has to be one of the better designs of Harley, in my opinion. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. Um, since New 52, this is hands down the best looking Harlequin. See, she oh, the best shade. Wow. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> You're obviously a Harley Quinn fan. Like, I've never read Harley Quinn. And to be honest, now that I've read. She's listening. To <laughs> oh, she dropped a hammer out of shot, Phil. A mallet. <laughs> mallet. <laughs> mallet. Come on. Now, now that I've read this. This, this for me is the origin. I don't want to read any other origin, so I don't know what's gone before, what's different from her original origin. But this for me is it. This is um, a very modern retelling of Mad Love. Basically, I don't. I don't want to know the previous one. Is this this okay. is it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's another note that I've got down here as well. Order, order. <laughs> another Judge note. <laughs> so another note I made here as well is that I think that if people aren't familiar with like Harley Quinn, uh, this to me is like a great jumping on point. The problem with that is if you jump on at Harleen and then you try to read any of the new 52 or rebirth garbage, you will be disappointed. So mm -hmm. you have to jump on here and then go back and read her from 10 years ago. Don't read anything from new 52 or rebirth. <laughs> what, about, what about future state? <laughs> No, don't trigger him, Scott. Don't trigger Order. Next, next, next. This is, this is why I'm a bit sad about it, because I, I do wish that someone took the ball and ran with it with this version of Harley Quinn. It doesn't have to be the guy himself, but someone at the same kind of level who can bring this character yes. forward more. But where yeah, I would have liked that. This is the character we had pre-New 52. This is the Harley Quinn from pre-New 52 in her solo series, from 2000. This Tom, is who, this is how Tom, she grew and how she. Grew. Tom saying New 52 Harley was terrible. Yep, 100% agree. Yeah. That's coming so from when, a Harley fanboy. When was when say was hello to the Grey Man here as well. Thanks for joining us, Grey Man. When when was it out? When was in terms of New 52 and Rebirth? When was Harley in out? This was out like last year, 2019. Yeah. So during rebirth. Well, so during yeah. rebirth. Okay. Cool. Cool. Oh no, 2019. It says on the on the ticker there. So here's a question for Shane then, because Shane is like probably the biggest Harley fan out of all of us on the screen right here. Uh, again, I suppose we shouldn't, but there's obviously similarities between this and Mad Love. 
do you do you think your own personal opinion do you think this did a better job of telling that story i did a different job (laughs) um they're two very different books they are her origin but one's um it's they're both dark because if you read mad love it is dark just because it's drawn in the cartoon style doesn't mean it's not as dark it's still there are still very deep underlying issues between joker and harley they're very different this does a great 2019 adaptation and that Mm. did a great 1993 adaptation you know so that you can't really compare the two i wouldn't compare the two i just enjoy reading them both very diplomatic answer <laughs> well done um i gotta say here i disagree with uh with andy from perpetual comics here he says can we take a minute to discuss how shit batman was in this waste of panels i, I kind was really of good yeah i thought he was all right in this I, like, I preferred him in this than the cat in the bat like where he turns up and he's all like i'm the grown-up here like i, yeah. I think he he did the job that he was needed to do in the book you know it was to get joker to arkham asylum and then it was to have a brief conversation with harleen and then the final panels to sort of sum everything up for the the reader he discovered the twist so i I I don't twist oh yeah yeah See, but I, you, I, you, you knew something was coming though you knew something had to be coming see, i've read this twice so the second time around knowing that twist like i was noticing things throughout more so than i would have done the first read through yeah um, yeah i got yeah. that because this was my second read through of the, the the whole thing and i picked up on things that i didn't like that haha bit and stuff those little things in there that i didn't really um notice the first time around the noob saying the design of the Joker was done in a way that he looked almost modelesque. Would that be intentional by the artist? As this is how Harley sees him. Oh. I wanted to talk yeah, about something was... similar to this. He was a bit swish, wasn't he? To, he to, was to far be too handsome, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I sh- you should not be like have a wandering eye when you look at the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> um, in it terms was... of that. Um, you know, it was like how Harley saw the Joker. Harley the Marshall um, was there. Sorry, me. Hello. Um, and where am I going? So, because this whole book was um, told from like Harley Quinn's memory, that's the way it it felt, didn't it? She was retelling the story. It sounded like she was retelling the story from what had already happened. So yeah, so maybe this whole book and the reason why those lines were squiggly but clean but the color was coming out of the lines was maybe because it was all from memory um i i don't know if that's me reading too much into it but i was speaking to my partner about it and i was like this is what i think and i don't know if i'm just looking too much into things but no, I, think I think that's a good interpretation, mate. Mm-hmm. To be honest. I think that would explain why the Joker is so handsome in this book, <laughs> because he should not be. <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm going I'm to say something uh, uh, really controversial here, right? Like, I didn't like the Joker, the design of him in this. Like, not the fact that he was handsome and stuff. Well, I suppose, yeah, but he was in that kind of suit and, you know, purple shirt and, like, proper suited and stuff like I, I, I didn't, he wasn't grotesque enough for me. Like, yeah, and they, don't get me wrong, like, he, he could still be grotesque in a kind of beautiful way, but he just he didn't have that edge to me. He had all these scars on his back and his body, but not a single blemish on his face. Apart mm-hmm. from the- but, 
again, that could be how Harley remembers him. Yeah. That's what so she, uh, Scott's probably right in terms of she's retelling this story and she also thinks the world of, of uh, Mr. J. Yeah. So she's kind of, I suppose it is that is that unreliable character testimony, isn't it? You know, if if it because you do see that at the end of this, uh she is looking back as Harley Quinn, not Harleen, isn't she? So you are yeah. right, maybe we're getting some inaccuracy. I think maybe what they could sorry, go on. I was gonna say with the fact that on the same point that there's a romance between Harley and Poison Ivy in like today's books, like the fact that she remembers Boys Navy. Yeah. That was a great page. I love the art yeah. on that page. Looking so good. She obviously, maybe that is right, but that's from her memory that she just remembers um, Boys Navy just looking gorgeous. I think what they could have done is when, you know, most of it's from Harley's point of view. So when you see the two faced stuff, she doesn't know that that's going on. That's for us, the reader. So I think maybe if they'd have shown maybe one or two pages of the Joker away from Harley so we could have seen what he really looked like oh, and then we yeah. saw what she saw him as maybe that is something. well we did didn't we there were yeah. pages that were away from from Harley. Thing, whenever he was chatting with Batman and stuff he could have remember whenever he was chat, chatting with Mr. Joker or the Joker and she had the bust in kick him out type thing that would have been the spot to do that to have Batman yeah. and Joker have that conversation covered in scars and looking all bit yeah and, and batman's very much kind of because you've seen it from her perspective batman's very much the villain in this book isn't he well, from yes, this he, perspective well, he, does beat the, he beats the joker to a pulp doesn't he i mean the sound of the punches go from crunches to sloshes <laughs> but even when yeah. she met him on the rooftop it wasn't like a nice conversation she was like demanding like what he thought in terms of can these people be saved do you believe it like it wasn't like a convo was like a, she was questioning him yeah, yeah. Just, just just to address a, 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 an important comment here uh james is saying uh, <laughs> i wish my wife would remember in a more romanticized version you are beautiful mate <laughs> don't you forget it mate you are beautiful <laughs> and uh, i think uh, liam's in trouble now he says don't we all and then i think liam's uh, wife's in it liam i can see this <laughs> <laughs> we've got a domestic in the chat everyone get the hammer quick order <laughs> oh. oh dear I so think before we um, finish go on go on no, go. who oh, you oh, me okay um, bef- I was going to say before we finish off on all the art stuff I also wanted to touch on um, the panels where it looked where, you know where she woke up from a nightmare and the panel kind of looked like smashed glass. Yeah. yeah. That was fantastic. And I also really appreciated how um, they put across Joker slamming his hand on the glass to scare Harleen. I think that was an issue one, and I think that was really cool. Like, So how, you know, uh, how things that have been conveyed in this way and panels like that, the smashed kind of glass, he did that a few times. I've not seen that before, and I was really impressed with it, and I really liked it. They did a Joker smile version as well, didn't they? When yes. Batman was beating up the Joker and they were all in his jagged, broken teeth. Yes, that yeah. was good. It was just so cleverly done, wasn't it, the art? And, and, and yeah. I don't mean like clever as in, oh, it was just great. I mean, it was a clever use of kind of art techniques, like you said, about the jagged teeth and 
there's that part isn't there when they're in at the beginning you know where she kind of everyone's peering over that banister and they're looking at him beaten and you do have that kind of that blood symbol there don't you mm. and it was just really clever i thought you know and again but i mean if you've got six years to do this you can take your time as opposed to doing something like this okay so uh we're all sounds like we're all fans of the artwork i I mean i just find it really vivid like it was eye candy man i mean the colors were just so great in this the color choice the palette uh was brilliant and i kind of feel a bit shitty now that i haven't put the inker's name down there um because we really should have i think they played a big part in this for me because the the color room was so great um we'll get that corrected don't worry i'll put it in the description Um, i love that harley always had either something black or something red on as well. I thought that was a nice yeah. little touch. Ah. Hey, 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 hey. I didn't, hey. Hey. Ah. <laughs> I didn't pick that up. You didn't? I didn't. No, thank you very much. That's good. There's one scene where she has a purple nightgown on, and that's it. The rest, she's always wearing red or black. Mm. And that's what I mean. It's all of these little nods, and I suppose that brings us into the kind of the writing. All of those little nods made this for me. This was somebody who really thought about this story and I think really thought about um, somebody changing, you know, going from that kind of normal life and having those normal ambitions to kind of having something change, you know. And it's kind of like it's, it's what he did was not say, like, this is who she was before and this is who she is now. Those little nods kind of show you that that was there in in her anyway. I think. Is, do you think that's fair? Yeah, she was she was already broke uh, on her way to being broken. She was um, breaking. She'd been, yeah, she'd been broken down by people at college because of a stupid mistake that she made that carried over into her job. So she was already isolated from people, and that never goes well, does it? So yeah, she was on her way. She just needed something to just push and push and push and then the edge was there that's like the, that's exactly what the joker says as well isn't it he's all like most people are monsters there's a lot of talk about most people being monsters all they need is just that little push that's it and there's yeah. a lot of examples in this isn't that there's the yeah. as we already mentioned there's the two-faced and there's that um there's the cop that joins the executioners as well he's obviously had the push and then there's that soldier that ex-soldier that she's interviewing as well at the beginning yeah yeah so there's lots of examples of that the joker may be being correct um yeah you just need that extra little push that's just what um, the killing killer joke. to the retro oh. cave there as well sorry shane you can't make it's the killing joke wasn't it one bad day where he wanted to push cordon over the edge he wanted to see how what it takes to get make a normal good person just flip so he may have yeah. failed with gordon but he succeeded with harley yeah i think the noobs are saying the same thing here as well like showing the joker is a master manipulator and preying on their weakness was great uh he says i really uh funky joker liam here saying i really like the dream sequence and the yes, monster yeah, that, was cool. that was so creepy that yeah was weird. <laughs> weird but cool yeah, yeah. so unique there was, there was some like real twisted imagery even though it was vivid and bright there was some really kind of twisted dreamlike uh, panels in this, though, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah, they were done so well. Even the beautiful yeah. ones were done well. Like, you had the creepy ones, but then you had the beautiful ones, like the uh, Mad Hatter one, where she's um, yeah. Alice in okay. Wonderland. Yeah. I thought that was a stunning page. Mm. Just mm. beautiful. 
<laughs> we're going back to the art again. All right. Order. How many years? How often have you read a story with a Joker where he's trying to do that, trying to destroy the city and like to show that everyone is wearing the mask? Really, like this is us, us real people destroying things. But the way that was told here was probably one of my best versions of that. As such, like that kind of idea, like the way it was, that worked with Harley. The fact, that I was able to turn her as such, and the first time reading the book. And he was handed that file, or the, the document file. I, I didn't mm. understand what that was until the last page, obviously. But rereading I thought it was newspaper clippings because he said, he does say to the executioners, oh, I've read the papers about you. I've read you in the papers. So I thought, oh, he's just giving him the newspaper. But that's but the yeah. second time reading this. Like, I almost was reading it, like, it sounds stupid, but like the Joker was quite poetic in his description of the city and what he can do to try and break them, destroy them. But it was all planned essentially now that I think that I know that yeah. reading for a second time, he planned everything, it was like scripted almost. He knew exactly yeah, what and this is what I wanted to come to as well with this with the writing. And um I think it's a question that needs to be asked because the way that this plays out and ends, do we feel that this was too you know um disturbed souls? attracted to each other or do we actually feel that this was just purely manipulation by the joker all the way through i think the joker purely manipulated her all the time. i think he did but then towards the end when she does when she does what she does for him i think that's when it changes from pure manipulation to something else not anything meaningful but something else you romantic <laughs> i think she was with before the Joker, I think she was on her way to snap in anyway, and I think the fact that when the Joker had her file from that guard and was reading everything, and then of course like the next interview they have, he's just saying everything that she like wants him to, and then so he's he's playing her from that point pretty much. Well, he was playing from before that point because he wanted her notes, so. Um, the only thing I question that is like, do you remember the scene where the, it, uh, she feels his heartbeat? And it's beating mm -hmm. fast. Um, it's beating fast. It's like, that was the only thing that would make me question. Yeah. That then it's the Joker. Of course he's Maybe he was excited about the fact that it was working. Or it could yeah. just be physical attraction. I mean, he is only human and she is stunning. But again, for me, that was the clever writing here. Because like you said, he put in those little things about the heart beating. And when she takes off his straitjacket, he's the one that makes the move and comes up behind her and like holds her. But then at the same time, you get that kind of usual suspects ending where you find out, don't you? Like when you see Batman and he's just repeated back to her all the kind of uh, validation for all of her beliefs and her work. Yeah. Um, so yeah, kind of like which one was it? You know, was there genuine was there genuine love there, or the end, or something yeah. like that in a disturbed way, or was this purely the Joker just manipulating the hell out of this woman? You know? I think the it's day, nine or ten. Yeah, at the end of Harley on her own, Harley Quinn on her own. She wasn't. What's up, Mike? At the end. Yeah, I mean, she's even talking as if she's not with him anymore, yeah. isn't she? Through the through the entire book, she's saying, mm -hmm. "I wish I didn't do this. I wish I didn't do that. I wish I never saw." It. So she's she's past that. She's over him. She's not with him anymore. So it is just a retelling of how she became who she is. That, that's and, why I don't think the Joker was really in love with her as, as she was him. 
I think he does have some sort of feelings for her because he is, I mean, I see I'm going not from this book, but from, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I don't think at the end where she does what she does and he kisses her, I don't think that's 100% fake because he had her, he didn't have to do that at that point. He could have just taken her by the hand and led her out of Arkham. Yeah, I wouldn't say that it was love for me. Oh, I think, no. You know, it was manipulation, but I think that is part of the Joker's, even if there was something that resembled love, I think that would still play a part for it for him. It would be a, like, I couldn't see him gravitating towards somebody that he couldn't manipulate. So I think no. it would be a factor for him anyway. So maybe it was a mix of the two for me. I, I don't know. I think it's sure. infatuation yeah. and the excitement of seeing where he could go with this. You know, yeah. like, oh, you know, she's she's saying yes to all of these things I've said and do it so far. So how far can I can I pull this string along? And uh yeah, and pulled it all the way. I think as well <laughs> with Harley's <laughs> with Harley's research into trying to figure out what turns a person into a monster. I like that you get the mirror image. You get what turns Harvey is fueled by anger and then what turns Harley is fueled by love. So you get two sides to that coin. So it's not just as straightforward as she thinks as of one bad day. It can also be a... <laughs> but yeah, I, I did like that. I did like the comparison between Harley and Harvey. Uh, we've got Liam here saying, uh, don't forget that this is Harley telling the story. It's how she wants their story to be known. His heart may never have beaten him faster. Oh, that's true. Joker may not have kissed her back. That's ah, true, yeah, because we've got that unreliable. But we don't know who she's telling the story to. If she's telling it to us, she's got no reason to lie. To if she's telling it to someone in Arkham or if she's telling it to Batman, then maybe she does. True. And uh, Ben Crampton here saying, uh, Joker only loves chaos and Harley offered to him for a period of time. Agree with Dino, pure manipulation. 100%. See also in terms of the writing and the characters, like the uh, security guard at Arkham, uh, Bronson. Mm. For oh, so, hang on. Let's, just, let's have a moment of silence for Bronson. That's me. Right, for, having, for having so few lines, really, and not really playing that, well, he played a big part, I suppose, in the end, but like, I really liked him. I, I, like, I, I yeah, he felt like a real security guard at Arkham, yeah. like exactly yeah. how they would be, how they'd behave, what they'd be like. Yeah. He was, you know what? I would actually like to see more of Bronson in other books, man. Like he was Spin that off. likable, wasn't he? Yeah. Let's get a Bronson issue one going. Let's go. Yeah, you get to see like the tales of Arkham from the security guard's perspective. I want that yeah. book, man. No, it would yeah. just be the Joker walking that way, then walking that way, then walking that way, then walking that way. <laughs> Batman brings him in. He walks out on his own. <laughs> we got comic book stills and deals. We got Mikey saying, uh, "True, could all be madness," which I like. I like the ambiguity of madness. Mm. I think that was the beauty of this book. They they did keep it very ambiguous around that. The noob saying, "Only thing the Joker does admit that he wants to see her smile at points in the book, so not all manipulation." Oh, different perspective there. <laughs> Is this it? is the... Shane, you look yeah. like you were going to say something though. I was just going to say this. You can tell that this was written by someone who loves the characters. You can tell it's written by someone who knows the characters as well, which is more important than just liking them. He actually knows mm. Harleen. He knows her because he, yeah, he has read her back catalogue. He's, you know, and he knows that 
the real original Harlequin. Not like the new 52 people, they don't care. Or as a huge fan, people, Shane. Yeah. Shane, as, as a huge fan, mm -hmm. is this like, you know, a direction you would have gone if you were writing it? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's like the retelling of the origin from, the, like I said, from the pre-New 52 series of hers from 2000. That this would fit perfectly there, and then you could go straight into issue one of that book. Yeah, right. Um, but, but the, you know, I mean, I've loved yeah. Harley for years and years and years, and this is the best book for, of Harley to come out since 2011. Everything else is just the garbage, and then this what? is just amazing. Now that's, that's 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 a lot of praise, I think, coming from you. <laughs> Knowing that how how big 100%. of a Harley fan you are, that is a huge praise. Wow, <laughs> Phil, sorry, go on, mate. I was gonna say though, the, the Shane, like in terms of like a one-off story, like it's, it's three issues. Yes, they're prestige, but as opposed to the Harley Quinn runs as such, would you not say this is the best? No, would you not? Um, her two thousand series is phenomenal. I mean, because she has thirty-eight issues to grow in that, so you get to see the character from Joker's jilted lover all the way to this amazing character who realizes that she's broken and in her final issue she even takes herself to arkham and commits herself because she knows she needs help and it's just phenomenal yeah i have to say I, i'm not i wasn't impressed with her last run i think the one that just ended I've got, I, 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 I bought all 75 issues and all the variants and i i read uh, that many <laughs> <laughs> Woof, wow. Oh, garbage, absolute garbage. So here's a question then, folks, seeing as we're kind of like, well, we're getting to that point where we're going to have to give our final thoughts and scores. But here's a question, and I think I know the answer, but I, I feel like I need to ask it. Like, would we want this to continue? I know, Shane, you, you said that there is an extra uh, uh, issue that goes with this. Yeah. But would we like to see maybe a full run around something like this not well, a full run i don't think but i did Maybe. think the thing was going to be continuing so i was excited for it but then when it was one chapter i was a bit like mm. so i would. does have material to make a sequel but i wouldn't want a full run i i, I would do the same format you know oh, short yeah. story like oh so you, rather than a full run you would like a harley um, two harley two yeah yeah and like i said before that the poison ivy in this book he almost leaves it open to talk about her and there was rumors of a poison ivy story as well to come from this that's I another that. one i would love to see and a two-face he could have he done other characters as well couldn't he? this guy yeah. could have just literally kind of gone on and we could have like we've got like the white knight universe we could have had a kind of harleen yeah three universe. issues I, of every character would have been amazing when i finished reading i messaged phil and i was like are there any more like this? Are there any more like origin stuff like this? Because honestly, I, yeah, like you know, like you, Shane, I thought it was, you know, like there's going to be a bunch of origin stories for all these characters, and if the same writer and art, you know, same writer artist did it, I would, I would have been in. I'd have got, I'd have gotten. Um, yeah. But yes, I, uh, Dean, I would have liked one more issue. Um. Because before I went into it, obviously I knew it was her origin story. I was, I knew it was three issues, so I was expecting the last issue or even like half of the last issue to be proper Harley Quinn. Um, yeah. And 
you know, you get snippets here and there of her, like, was she smashing her mallet on someone um, when he's when he's trying to hurt the Joker, and then you get the end where she's proper dressed up and stuff. But that's that's it. And I was just hoping. It's like, very I've never, yeah, yeah. I've never read Harley Quinn. I've only seen her in like some spin-off stuff that I've read to do with the Flash, and um, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, and you know, I, I would like to have seen more in in that Harley, just a little bit more actual really? Harley Quinn. It's well, we've Harleen, got a, not Harley. We've, <laughs> yeah, we've got uh, really we've got James Comicdale here saying uh, I'd like to see he's taken out the dick every Look, damn episode. If he can mention Howard the Duck every time, I'm talking <laughs> about Secret Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Expected. Look, let's just check what other people are saying here. It's like Jiffy Venom, and that's guys how you know you have read a good book. You want more? There you go. I want more. Uh, no. Oh dear me. <laughs> Why did I even click that, man? I instantly regretted it. <laughs> um, can I just ask how everyone felt about the final page with Harley walking through the Hall of Mirrors and Harleen is in the mirrors just screaming to I be let absolutely, out. I absolutely loved it because I felt, oh. like I said earlier, reading it, I felt that there was those traits that she had were in her already. So kind of mm. locked away there somewhere. The Joker gave the push. They came out and it was almost like it was then reversed. Like Harleen was locked away and Harley was out. You know, I thought it was a great panel to end on. That's, that's why I think the whole book was quite poetic that way because it you know, was telling that kind of reverse story where she's she didn't keep kept Harleen hidden and trapped away. Yeah. It's Harley Quinn's time. Yeah, I think it was very much a story from the start of, of kind of duplicity, you know, like um, as between good evil sanity and insanity i think that the, the whole story for me just had duplicity as the the theme all the way through every single character as well you had um every character had two sides to them they had the side that you they showed the people and then the, when they were on their own they just were completely different mm. even like, really, yeah and it was just so it was so good because he was just so nice throughout the whole book wasn't he and then right at the end he just he he snapped as well when everyone was breaking out of Arkham. See, just on the, the uh, manipulation theory, um, I just remembered, read, just look at the last page there. She was 100% manipulated because Batman said so. so. <laughs> but Alfred said maybe not. And is. Alfred is older, therefore wiser. If Batman <laughs> says so, then it must be true. Right, folks, Dean is putting on his glasses here. So, you know what that means. It's time for final thoughts and scores i think so let's start with the welsh boy wonder welsh Thank boy you. wonder well final what my costume would look like um, <laughs> um, so okay originally i was worried about the hype that phil and shane had already instilled in this book um but it was great. I mean, the art was fantastic. The story was well-written. Everything was, you could see everything was meticulously planned and intentionally placed. And this, uh, I can't say his name. Sorry. Stepan Sedgwick. Stepan Sedgwick. Yep. And uh, he's just, a, you can just tell he's just a genius. Um, very clever. And 
this shows that when an, uh, when a writer and an artist is given the time they need, it can generate this pretty much masterpiece of a story um, in, you know, I know it's three chapters, but it's pretty much six issues. Um, it's just it's just brilliant. It's just clever. And to be honest, before I came on, I had a number in my head of what I was going to give it. But based on the fact of how what everyone else's interpretations have been and how easy it's been to talk about this book in, in this chat, you know, some books for me sometimes have been a bit of a slog to like actually talk more and more about and I feel like I'm just pushing some stuff out but this just feels so chill and natural and we could talk another hour about this so I'm going 9.5 wow it's right up there like 9.5 and I tell you before we move on as well um what I'm gonna do is and I think we could do this from now on uh is the folks that people are giving in the chat, I'm going to take their average as well and see whether we match up uh, okay. <laughs> with what everybody else is. I just thought that would be an extra bit of fun. Um, so, so far, we I've, I've got a couple of scores. So if you're putting them in the chat, I'll pick them up, so don't worry. Scott, that is uh, super high. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I hope it's not too high. I mean, I, mean, I, I just loved it. It was just awesome, and I think it is. Um, it's you know, I gave Pulp a nine, and I think it's just that one step ahead in terms of art and writing, and just I get it was it's a thinker, and I love that kind of stuff. Okay, all right, calm down. You've had your turn. Move on. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Shane, how about yourself? Final thoughts and scores, please. This felt like a love letter, just to me. It felt like an apology for 10 years of putting up with DC's version of Harlequin now. It felt like someone had just gone, do you know what? For those 10 years, have this book, read this story, and and all is forgiven. Because I loved it. I loved from the first page to the last page. There's not... I, I tried to find a flaw in it, uh, because you've got to be critical. And the only flaw I can find is that the Joker is too good looking for the Joker. <laughs> but <laughs> that's not fair because the art is stunning. Um, I, I absolutely loved it. Um, like I say, I've not enjoyed Harley for 10 years now, which is a real shame considering just how much I fell in love with her when I started collecting comics. Mm. So the art, oh, it's undeniable. The faces are stunning. The backgrounds, everything is beautiful. And the story... Um, I know some people might think that it feels long or it feels, but it's just timed and it's perfect. It's beat for beat for beat. There's nothing there that shouldn't be there. There's no filler. There's no panel that doesn't serve a purpose. You can go back and every panel is there for a specific reason. It's perfectly written and you can tell he loves Harlequin um, probably more than I do to be able to write this amazing Oof, story. Not possible. So, <laughs> Well, um, unless he bought the previous 75 issues of Harlequin just to have in a box somewhere. But, um, yeah, this for me is just hands down the best um, book I've read in 20 years or possibly possibly the best trade I've read ever. And I've read hundreds and hundreds of trades and I can't think of anything that would make me score this less than a 10. I, I, I can't. Ooh, you know, I, 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 I have waited 10 years 
for a decent Harlequin story. And I, I would have accepted a decent Harlequin story and you gave me an amazing Harlequin story. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> Here we go now. Taylor's going to come in with a, with a three Five. now. <laughs> okay, Phil. Uh, it's, it's, I'm picking up the, the scores people are putting in the chat. Phil, what are you saying? Final thoughts and scores for you? Well, first of all, it's definitely better than Secret Wars. <laughs> only, by, only by like 0.5. <laughs> yeah, not loads. Um, well, in Phil's it will be. <laughs> 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 anyway, away from Secret Wars, that's in the past. Okay. So Harley Quinn is not a character I would overly be enamored with. I wouldn't have enjoyed her in some books when she appeared in Batman. I don't think I'll ever gravitate towards her single runs. Um but this the fact that Bronson and Harvey Dent and even Poison Ivy to an extent they were just written perfectly in this book. I'm going to compare this to Harley Quinn's alternative of Batman Year One. Not just because it's an orange, it's just the, the, term, the way the book is. Um, art's fabulous. Story's fabulous. I'm actually gutted that the guys left DC. We're not going to get more of this. Mm. And I am the same as Shane. I can't find a fault with it. And I don't believe in the perfect book. But for me, this is the perfect Harley Quinn, Harleen book. So I'm also... Going to give it a ten because I can't. I honestly can't find. Yeah. Like I've read this twice. I know I'm going to read it again. It's just because there's not even a spelling mistake or something you can pick to just yeah. Like I just think like say I've, I've read Batman Year One multiple times. I'll read this multiple times over the years too. I just know I will, and I'll enjoy it every time and hopefully pick something new from it every time. So I'm going to give it a nine point five and still think I've gone too low. <laughs> Pressure's on, I think. Ooh, my lordy lord. Um... <laughs> He's thinking about reasons. He's frozen. <laughs> uh, hang on. Let me just check the chat before we uh, get to mine here as well. Uh, says, you guys need to get the White Knight and review it. Unreal book. I agree Somebody. with you there, my friend. It's list. a 10 from Ben. It's a 10 from Ben. Okay. Just on this, uh, I have Ben frozen on my TV. I was watching him just before <laughs> I went live, and his face looks frozen. right smack about on my television. <laughs> okay, then, uh, before we do the scores on the doors, yeah, let me yeah, give you mine. Uh, I don't disagree um, with everything that you guys have said. Uh, I think this... <laughs> This to me is like the definitive um, Harley book or Harley origin story. Um, I think this is even better than Mad Love for me, in my opinion. I, I enjoy this. It captured me more. Um, so like the art, as I said, was vivid. It was bright. It literally was eye candy for the eyes uh, and the writing. This was a guy who really thought about this story. This wasn't something that he just wrote and he was kind of like, where am I going with this or this is you could there's things that happen in issue one that contribute to what happens towards kind of like the middle or the end of issue three and that's some clever thinking when it when it comes to writing uh so i can't i can't fault it i think for me it's a it's a great harley story the only element that i kind of score it down a little bit on for me 
uh, and this is for personal reasons, is that it didn't really bring anything new. Um, a lot of this kind of, it was a retelling of a story that we already had, and there wasn't a lot different in that. Um, it was just those, those small details were more fleshed out. We had more detail. We had more of the appear behind the curtain. There wasn't any big reveals or any twists or anything that kind of slapped me in the face as far as kind of plot went. It was stuff that was already laid out there. Um, so for me, based on all of that and weighing that up, uh, it's an 8.5 for me. We're looking for a new host, anyone who's interested? <laughs> <laughs> Order! <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. He says with a Harley figure sat right in front of him. <laughs> Didn't even cover our ears for that. So let's just have a look. The the, the chat here uh, scored this an average of 9.1 in the chat. That's what we got from them. Good job. For us, let's take a look at our uh, our leaderboard uh, here. Is it higher than Secret Wars? Is it higher than Secret Wars? We'll find out. It's going to be close. So there's the leaderboard, and Harleen comes in at 9.1. Five on our leaderboard, Ooh. which puts it right at the top by a huge amount, I think. Wow. Huge amount. That's going to be hard to beat. So there you go. So we've got a 9.5 from us and a 9.1 from the chat. So I think we were in the ballpark there with everyone. Wow. Not a fan. <laughs> Not a fan. How would that say? Or that. <laughs> There we go. Uh, oh, do we think that's a fair score? A nine point five is that's wow, wow. If I'm being honest, I was considering nine, nine point five, but again, same as Scott talking through it, I realised that no, it needs to be, it needs to be the ten. Originally, I was going to give it eight point five before coming on, but so, because of all because of our chat, that's what brought it up. So we had, an, just to recap for people, we had an 8.5, a 9.5, and then two 10s there as well. That's what makes yeah. up the 9.5. So, yeah, I, I think it's a fair score. I think it's a bit high for me on a personal level, but I can see why that would get a 9.5. I think as, as Miss Quinn goes, this is the perfect story uh, yeah. for Miss Quinn. So I, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at a 9.5. Anyone else? No. No, I mean, we've all got not. different perspectives. You know, like for me, it's a completely new reader for the character. For Phil, uh, pretty much the same. Shane, it's like, um, you know, retelling. He's, he's using caps now. This is getting bad. <laughs> Sorry, Scott. And then, and then for, for you, Dean, it's like, it's more of a, a rehashing more than a retelling. Um, so I think we've all got our reasons for giving it the scores we did. And, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't say I'd call it a rehashing for me. I just think that, you know, like, I mean, that's the foot in that he started off. So, mm-hmm. like, it's not, again, I don't even know from his perspective whether he could have done something like that, whether he could have done something new or I don't know. I just know that that kind of puts you at a disadvantage in, in, yeah. in my eyes. Not, not a disadvantage, but I can't give extra credit for that because there was no, don't get me wrong, if there was a huge thing in there that we didn't know that he kind of put in and it, it tied in with everything else, I would have been, he would have got that extra maybe 0. 0.5 out of me, I think, but that's why. 
it'd, it'd kind of be like trying to tell Batman's re uh, origin without killing his parents. You know, you've got the origin is there. You've got to work with what you've got. So no, but like with origin stories, like you say about killing, as we revisit origins over time, people do slut stuff in. You know, like the killing of the parents wasn't originally there, was it? That came further down in the line and since then we've added stuff to that that, that goes along so I, maybe in my mind i would have liked to see something added to the origin story a little bit you know something new there that was going to be impactful but again i don't know whether he could have or not you know but 8.5 i mean what, what, what are you picking at me man <laughs> safe place mate safe place Oh, you wait till we're, you wait till you stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's uh, tell the folks, uh, we bored everyone enough, I think. Let's tell the folks what we're reading next week. Shane, do you want to tell the boys and girls what we're reading next week? We are reading Dave from IDW Comics. This was one of the first indie books that I actually read. I've I've not really been into indie books, so this was one of the first, and I absolutely loved it. So I I love it again on a reread. This is uh, by IDW, uh, and it's uh, how many issues was it? Uh, Five issues. Five issues, and uh, yeah, and I think it was 2015. Yes, I can see on there as well. Yes. So there you go, folks. If you want to uh, uh, come and uh, uh, give us your opinions and thoughts or have a read along with us, uh, you're more than welcome to join us next Wednesday for that. Uh, and we've got a... I love Dave. Great. Yeah, she does. Show. Fan of Dave. She does. And she spelled it wrong. It's a four, not an eight. <laughs> <laughs> I can see... Uh, I, I've read this like here that GP Venom's put that, and I've just read that in, uh, you know, like um, Space Odyssey voice, like how... <laughs> Hello, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> right, on that note, folks, all that remains to do is get your waves out. <laughs>